Well, good morning. I always have to check my watch, you know. I would get that wrong. I don't know about you, but I love crossword puzzles. I really do. I there's something about a crossword puzzle that sort of just sort of gets my day going. You know, being able to make all those words make sense and play with those clues. And I have to admit, though, I don't do the New York Times, not for obvious reasons. I don't do them because they're just too darn hard, right? They're smarter than I am, and who needs that in the morning, right? Now, I do hard, I do medium and difficult crossword puzzles, not the insane. But I will tell you this, sometimes I have to cheat because I just can't finish it. I can't make sense of this puzzle. You know, I've got all this thing working, but I've got this big hole, and that hole creates holes below it and to the right, right and to the left of it, right? It just sort of messes everything up. And so, you know, I'll go to the answer sheet, you know, turn the paper upside down. Oh, okay. I only need like one, one word, maybe two, and then I can sort of cipher the rest of it out and make sense of the puzzle, you know? Well, today, quite frankly, St. John, the Apostle John in the Gospel, is essentially giving us the answer to the puzzle. You can count on St. John, the Apostle, since there's two Johns in this story today, St. John, the Apostle, to always be the guy with the answers. For St. John was the youngest of the Apostles. Some people had him as young as 14 years old when the other guys were probably 30 years old. So they, he was half their age. He was the one known as the Apostle Jesus loved. And so he had the benefit of being young. And so when the other writers of the Gospels and the other Apostles had either written their Gospels or passed away or had been martyred, John had the benefit of still being alive to make sense of it, make sense of it. The, uh, the other Gospels, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, those were written somewhere between year 50 and year 80. John's Gospel was written between 80, 90, and 110. And, and for that reason, in a lot of ways, John's Gospel is like the answer sheet to a puzzle, to a crossword puzzle because he fills in the blanks with absolute clarity and certainty to what all of the apostles knew, but maybe hadn't phrased in a way that was clear enough to make a point. John is known as the gospel writer of Christology. If you really want to know who Jesus Christ is and Jesus Christ was when he was here on earth, read John. He's emphatic. He opens up with incredible clarity as to who Jesus Christ is. Today's Gospel, we see John the Baptist, another John, John the Baptist. And John the Apostle writes about John the Baptist in a manner different than Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And the manner in which he does that is he conveys the gospel, this event, from the mindset and the view of John the Baptist. And that's what we heard today. So it's all coming from the view of John the Baptist. And so what does, what does John the Apostle make very, very clear? He says in no uncertain word, words that Jesus Christ 
is the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. Now to any Jew who had been a good Jew and had gone to sacrifice, they knew that phrase to be the lamb was the lamb was what you brought to sacrifice for your sins. And this was the perfect lamb of God. Now I don't know whether Father Richard is going to use Eucharistic prayer one. It's awfully long, but it is absolutely beautiful. And in there, there is the phrase, the lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice the perfect sacrifice. And that's what John the Baptist was proclaiming because John the Baptist had had a revelation from God telling him in no uncertain terms that you are to go and baptize with water so that the nation of Israel will know that you are here and that what you are doing will foretell the Son of Man. And so John acting out of nothing but faith, let's be honest, nothing but faith, starts living in the desert. We've all heard about how he eats grasshoppers and wears, you know, crazy stuff. And he's out there, probably hair like a madman, standing in the stream, baptizing anybody who would be baptized because he wanted them to repent for their sins. But he did it all out of faith. Had he seen Jesus Christ? No. He was told by God, to go and do this. So he did. And then one day, he had been told by God that one day a man will come to you and to whom you see the Spirit of God descend and remain upon that man. That man is not only the Lamb of God, but he is the Son of God. And when John saw this, everything was made clear to him all of the prophetic beginnings of what does he mean I'm going to go out and baptize for years and years what does that mean what does this puzzle how does this make sense of my life right there when that spirit descended it all made sense the answer sheet had been revealed and John the apostle who we hear from today is making clear that you and I understand in no uncertain terms what all of the other gospel writers knew and assumed that people knew but didn't state it as clearly as he did. So 20, 30 years later with questions coming about who is God? Who is Christ? Was he just a great prophet? Was he just a man that God loved? John makes no uncertain terms. He makes an absolute clarity of it. This man is the perfect sacrifice, the perfect Lamb of God. This man is the Son of God. So what do we do with that answer sheet? How does that apply to our lives? Well, my brothers and sisters, you and I have been given the gift of faith just like John the Baptist was given the gift of faith. You and I have been given the prophetic message that he is the light of the world. He is the purpose for our lives. Jesus Christ is the answer to our puzzle. Our life. Many people say, what is the mission and the purpose of life? Jesus Christ. Turn the page upside down. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's the answer. He is the reason you and I live. He is the reason you and I are together today. And he is the reason you and I will go out into the world to be his light so that he may come 
to other people in their lives. You and I might be like John the Baptist, toiling away, baptizing, working, raising children, doing everything, and we wonder, to what purpose, Lord? To what purpose? I'll tell you what purpose. You, like I and like Father, our job is simple, to be the light of Christ, to engage in the battle every day to become as much like him as we possibly can. That is the answer to the puzzle of our life, my brothers and sisters. And this gospel today, these readings today, give us such beautiful clarity, and it gives us a reason to go out of here with vim and vigor and purpose and intention so that we might fulfill God's call for each and every one of us. May God continue to bless you.